everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely video game ideas and turn them into the next AAA video game titles. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea. And I am your other host, AJ Hart. All right, and quick, AJ. I have news oh, what? today. Oh, what's your news? Oh, okay. From now on, I'm your only other podcast host. You're my you you no, have. No, I'm not talking to you, Blake Rea. I'm talking to the oh. audience. I don't want them oh. listening to any podcast that isn't you and me. Uh oh. Okay. You know what? Fuck I it. I have sure. no real like, reason for it. I just think that it's time to really call our shots and corner this market. And I think that if someone is listening to this show, they're only uh-huh. allowed to listen to us now. Uh huh. Are you saying we're going to call up Michelle Obama and say, "Hey, your uh, your podcast audience is ours now"? Like I, we don't make the rules. I mean, we do, but. Um, they're just think that, our audience now. Yeah, we're going after Michelle. Go we're going after Michelle Obama's audience. I'm sure that there's a <laughs> that Venn diagram's almost a circle. I'm sure. <laughs> Actually, I think there are better audiences we can, you know, because I don't want Michelle Obama. No, there's no nice, way right? there's a better wanna, audience wanna... for us than people that listen to Michelle Obama's podcast. No, you know Michelle who I could, wish Michelle Obama, like who... of course, does a podcast based on Michelle Obama. <laughs> She just interviews people. I feel like we could steal a better audience. I feel, you know who I want to gun for? I want to gun for the last podcast. Who would you have gone for, Blake? Because let me roll back the tape like 30 seconds, and it sounds like you went for Michelle Obama's podcast audience. Because that was the only dead state. You put me on the spot. I didn't know we were going to be stealing people's IPs. I had to just think of, okay, what's the biggest thing? We're not stealing their IP. We're stealing their audience, and we're stealing the same thing. They're. Intellectual property, like their audience is part of their. Actually, that's not at no, all the same thing. But our like, audience is our intellectual <laughs> property because of the show that we do. But other people don't run on this system. We have a very special setup where We're, they tweet at us, and it becomes legally ours. Um, parody, 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 fair use, fair use, fair use. And so, but like Michelle doesn't own her audience's ideas like us. Side side note: I love, I, I have a love hate relationship with the whole like idea of parody and fair use i think it's a, i think it's a wonderful idea i just also love how people misuse it all the time and like have you ever watched a youtube <laughs> have you ever watched a youtube video where the youtube video is just an, a re-upload of somebody else's content and then they say this is protected under fair use or like the idea the idea of like because they re-uploaded it on another channel it technically counts as a another instance of the thing and they're just doing they're just re-uploading it and it like actually, the cons- like when really the- like the only reason it does work of course is if you are smarter than the other than the pr- original poster <laughs> then you're allowed to say that it's for educational purposes <laughs> <laughs> there was there's this one time i was watching uh somebody was like re-uploading a lot of the corridor digital videos and like it, it they themselves accused corridor digital of stealing their own videos like they said corridor digital got their videos from somebody else i guess that's and a wild was, move it, the, the wild move right and then they immediately got slapped with a cease and desist and it was the funniest fucking thing to watch yo but what if it worked like what if i just re-uploaded like fucking super high patch of youtube video sent him a cease and desist and said this is mine actually <laughs> and like what if he this went for it mine. what if he was like this sure idiot it's yours i don't know if from what i know like i fuck we you and i are still very small on youtube so the amount of shit you and i have had to deal with is like non-existent but like and the stuff that we I, can get away with is also incredible we're so small we're <laughs> under the radar we're so small we can get under the radar i was actually worried about that because um so there's this little side news this is kind of gaming related but games workshop the owners of warhammer recently want launched this their own streaming service um yes i know another streaming service for warhammer based content good we don't have Plus. enough streaming services in my opinion i want and, more of them because <laughs> i'm a I'm a real collectathon head, and having more people's having more people's login information really does bring me power. (laughs) Just get it from your friend. Um, Yeah, when you sign up for the Warhammer thing because you're a sucker, I'm gonna get that login info from you, bud. (laughs) Dude, uh, if this is the way I can get you into like playing Warhammer Killzone with me, where you can just play your orc boys. Like, bro, no, it's just for the bro. login information. I won't be watching anything. Don't get it twisted. I just want the rush of having access. 
Well, okay. But either way, either way. So there's, I, I recently, um, I think I talked about it last episode, but I recently launched my own new channel of Love, Death, and Dice. And it's a con- it's a YouTube channel dedicated to like miniature painting and like tabletop RPGs based shit. But whatever, where that side's point. I uploaded a video recently that had a clip of a Games Workshop commercial. And as I was uploading the YouTube video, I'm like, oh fuck, Games Workshop's been on like, raising hell among all youtubers for using any piece of their content am i gonna like launch this channel and immediately get slapped with a cease and desist because god that would be so fucking funny but also like such a pain in the ass it would also be like oddly on the nose for warhammer you know what i mean like like with all of their like iconography and like the things that they use that they're like it would be so it would be weirdly on the nose if warhammer 40k this the world about space marines and hyper colonization were like mm. this kid with no subscribers launched a youtube <laughs> channel let's fucking fuck destroy it yeah just, pull, just launch a nuke i immediately get a strike on my channel <laughs> like man i just launched like two days ago this is i, I <laughs> just get a fucking like official like wax sealed letter from 40k and they're like um we witnessed your video what makes a miniature great end quote um, and saw that you used five seconds Supreme of our Nighthawk commercial. Commander, guy who owns Warhammer 40k has sent you this letter. Fuck off, idiot. Hoorah. <laughs> Subscribe to Warhammer Plus. And then <laughs> like throw an ad on the end of it. You know how tech companies always have like stupid ass like tech company names like how like wordpress doesn't have a customer support team they have a happiness engineer or some shit like that oh that's fucked up i hate it when people do that (laughs) do you think that warhammer employees and like like wizards of the coast employees have fake made up name titles that are like like that but they're all like fantasy ass names yeah like the fucking you're talking okay so the uh, the, like how uh, like how i would just mention that you would get a cease and desist order from supreme colonel Commander guy. No, who I got owns. it from I got it from the Sisters of Silence. They're all in charge of just silencing anybody. <laughs> Sisters of <laughs> Silence. That's an actual Fucking faction. A. That's the actual faction. Sister here, let me hold it. Sisters of Silence. I think it's like one of the few fucking like all female. <laughs> Yeah, Sisters of Silence are an all-female, uh, yeah, all-female imperial witch hunters. They, they're they're hunting witches, AJ. It's a witch hunt. Me, the little God. YouTuber, they're hunting me. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. <laughs> okay, um, so um, hold on, I'm yeah. looking at the news docket really quick. Um, yeah, what's what's on, what's on the news? I oh, was, we had I, uh, was, we had I was updating oh, the everybody has to listen to our podcast only. You wanted to plug your YouTube channel. Are we going to talk about Mario? Are we going to talk about Nintendo Direct? I like here's the thing. It's like. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to. Like, everything in my brain has been putting up blinders, yeah. and if I think about that for too long, did you hear that Bayonetta has a new game on the way? And that's all yeah, I, I can think about is new Bayonetta. I heard, I heard Bayonetta's coming out. I watched the trailer. I've never played new a Kirby? Bayonetta game. I have want I want to play Bayonetta now because she's so cute and British and hot. And AJ, I'm a I'm I'm a weak man. I'm a weak man. I want to play God, Bayonetta now. She's so do. fucking cool. Please play she Bayonetta. Like, Her new outfit like, is looked, so good. She like looked at the camera, gave a little wink, and then whooped this fucking demon's ass like it was Dude. nothing. She's oh, cool brother, as shit. That's She's Bayonetta. So cool. That's the whole She's franchise. So play all three of cool. them. She's so cool. Dude, let's play it. Is, is there any multiplayer Bayonetta? time is Bayonetta? much better spent, honestly, um, just really proclaiming our love for Bayonetta, a woman that is 11 heads tall, instead of thinking about <laughs> And has guns for shoes. Movie. She has guns for shoes, and she shoots she hearts guns at people. On her in hand too she has four guns that's not as cool gun in hand no that's some that's some weak sauce shit that's something that only happens in like what devil may cry bad game dumb characters this is about bayonetta and a cooler you can replace those you can replace those guns with shotguns or uh knives like rollerblade ice skates that's what they are Wait, oh, you could take you could change her heels into just yeah, knives. There's more That's weapons. Funky. Yeah, you can get like a cool sword in number 1 and number 2 and you can get like cool like punch gauntlets and kick gauntlets. How does she walk? Does she like just jump on it like a pogo stick? Like on the tips of the blades? I don't know how this works. Do they like do they recede like an exacto not an exacto blade, but like a, a switchblade? I'm You'll have I have to play lots those of games questions. and find out. Welcome to character action games, bud. 
all right, you know what? You've you've hooked me. You've hooked me. Once I'm so we're once not going to talk about Nintendo's Mario thing, right? Like th- I can I just think like, strike that ca- off the docket. I, I think it was horrible casting for Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's passionate about it, and they hired him because of the success of the Lego Movie. But like, that's it. That's there's many. There could have been many other options for Mario, like I an Italian guy was, or the I fucking there guy who's voiced that Mario. Had a voice. Yeah, the sh- the bummer is that like Mario's never been voice acted before, and so like you know no, Nintendo's really being he's brave here, and they're giving Mario a real voice for the first time. Okay. Okay, question, question, question. Do you think Chris Pratt is going to do a shitty accent for this thing? Do you so think he's going to do his best is, Italian and we're all going to be upset by it? I that's mean, that's what, the thing, that, right? It's like, it's a lose-lose. There's no way we come out of this, like, enjoying it. Either, yes, uh-huh. there's a bad Italian accent and a bad Mario impression for an entire fucking movie. Uh-huh. Or there isn't, and it's just Chris Pratt talking. And I really, <laughs> honest to God, don't know which is worse. They both sound horrible <laughs> to me. They are I, both I will, equally bad. I will say, though, I do like Charlie Day as Luigi. He's going to have yeah, that high-pitched That's pitched a no-brainer. That one I'm fine that's with. Jack, Jack, Black, Jack as Black as Bowser is fucking awesome. I will. That sounds fantastic. Here's my fear for it. Are they going to pitch shift him? No, he, dude, like, remember when he's saying that, uh, that one, the deep voice song from, uh, I forget the name of it. Cause the name, the name, it's the one where he makes the mic go on fire like that music video. I don't know the music video. Sorry. I'll trust you the, on it though. It, it's, it's the one where I, I, it, Phasma, it's not Phasmagoria. It's, it's some fucking metal name, but like the dude has a great deep voice. Like I'm sure he's just going to do gruff Bowser all on his own. And I'm so, so is it really just Chris Pratt Mario that we're nervous about because I yeah, think it's Chris Pratt, Mar- it's Chris Pratt Mario. And I honestly, I know that I have not read anything to confirm this, but I can want, I can say with 100% certainty, the reason he got hired was because of the Lego movie. The Lego movie and the Mario movie have so many things in common. It's like, oh, we're going to take this toy game franchise and turn it into a deliverable story movie. That the only, Can you think of any other successful uh, successful movie like that in recent times? Not really, because there's there, there, it just hasn't been done. Like Everything that tried doing that post-Lego fucking failed. The Emoji movie is goddamn awful. The fucking, there was some other like Lego rip-off movie that they tried doing that sucked ass so of course they're gonna hire chris pratt because they think he was the reason that 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 of course the reason why the movies are good um there is of course one (laughs) other incredible good (laughs) casting choice in this movie and that is uh michael key as toad that is just very funny to me that sounds like like so much fun admittedly i am that guy's so fucking funny there is one casting choice that does feel like it's fake. Like, like What's, a lot of these like feel like realistic in the way that dystopian like Hollywood movies are made. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just like, oh, you have this guy voice what? him because it's star power. Like Chris Pratt being Mario sucks shit, but like it's not like any of us are really surprised by it. Yeah, he's um, like a big. He's one of the biggest actors in Hollywood right now. He's he's up there with like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Like he, yeah. he's wanted Do you know on. Who's voicing Donkey Kong? <laughs> and tell me that that doesn't feel like something fake come that somebody came up with on tumblr.com that's a um, joke right this uh, is legally a bit because it has to be um i is I it possible here's a here's something that we also need to keep in count keep in mind blake is it possible <laughs> Is it possible that Nintendo just pulled the heist of the century and that this entire casting choice is outraged marketing? Um, I honestly, I have no idea. I, I, is this I, outraged I, marketing? Okay, is this the no, grim reality on, and the on. grim future of IHOP's IHOP outrage marketing s- campaign? I can see Seth Rogen pulling this role off. And I don't know if that's like a hot take or like, or, or right on the money. But part of me is like, if Seth Rogen pulls out like the gruff, <laughs> you know, that I want that you I to say I can't in dead seriousness, in full like, hundred yeah. percent, no fucking yeah. joke, no satire in your voice at all. Tell me yeah. that the, the only voice that makes sense for Donkey Kong is Seth Rogen. Okay, but that's okay. You can't. No, you you, you want to no, say you that you think that, you can pull it off? Say you, it can with ask, your chest. you can ask that question about fucking anybody. There's a ton of people that could have done a better Bowser, but we got Jack Black. It's like I, I don't look at like things as absolutes. Like it, it, anybody, <laughs> there are there are plenty of talented voice actor people out there that can do multitudes of roles. I think it, you could have fucking said Mark Hamill's doing Donkey Kong, and I'd be like, okay, that sounds good. 
Is there other people that might have been a, a better job? Maybe. But like, Donkey Kong Seth doesn't R even talk in his own fucking video games. What is yeah, going so on neither here? Does, neither does Mario. Like, half these characters don't fucking talk. Well, Mario <laughs> does have a voice. That's the thing. Is like the Mario Mario has a voice. Luigi has the a voice. Also, yeah. like, to Toad uh, has a voice, but we will, you know, it's more of like a horrible nail. Like well, they, if eighteen neither, none of them were say more than together. like yeah none of them say more than like two words like the longest sentence I've ever heard Mario say was good night in like uh, the new Luigi's Mansion game where they're all telling each other good night before they go to bed that's the longest sentence I've ever heard Mario say if it Donkey is, if Kong my buddy Donkey Kong I love him very much he's a gorilla uh -huh. yeah he doesn't are you talk. saying gorillas can't talk? he says gorilla words like he says gorilla, gorilla words. <laughs> And now they're going to have fucking <laughs> Seth Rogen come in here like yeah. Gorilla Grog. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Gorilla Grog? <laughs> I mean, Gorilla, dude, I, you know, I actually have a lot of confidence in this movie. It, yes, it's going to be weird, like the voice acting choices, but the, it's, it's, it is their biggest property. They are not going to give two shits about it like they did the Mar the live-action Mario movie. They are going to make sure this thing do is done right because it is their it's going to make them a fuck ton of move and money. Also, no, I'm imagining it, they, this Here's the thing is they don't need it to be good. It's mm -hmm. too big to fail. It has Seth Rogen, Michael Key, and Chris Pratt in it. You think that they're not thinking People, about this yeah, script? Star power, star power. It's just gonna, it's gonna, the star power is gonna sell the movie. You're totally right. You're totally right, dude. What if this thing? Dude, wait, AJ, hold on, hold on a second. What if this thing wins an Oscar? What if like fucking? What if this thing wins best animated movie ever? And like that's Blake, Blake, you just have Blake. fucking Miyamoto come out and be like, yes, this is I did me wait, Miyamoto invented Mario, right? I don't know. Who invented Who do I look like? A games a, podcaster? A, 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 <laughs> uh yeah, Shigeru Miyamoto invented Super Mario invented Mario. Imagine Miyamoto coming out onto the Oscar floor and accepting a fucking Oscar. How cool would that be actually? I, I'm all for it. I'm all for games taking over our like movie culture. I want more something that we need like that. Here's something that yeah, I would up? like to address. Yeah, what's up? This is being animated by Illumination. Um, do we think a minion shows up? Uh there's gonna be one in the background, no doubt Fuck about it. Yes. I mean okay. Okay, all right. We're coming up on the 20-minute mark. You and I could talk about this a bunch. It's going to have minions. It's also... It is, Illumination's also a subsidiary of Universal, so this is going to be launching alongside Mario Land at Universal Studios. It's, oh, it, shit. It's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So this is... It makes sense that they're doing this movie. But regardless of that, we're not here to talk about fucking movies. We're not a movie talk podcast. We sometimes design movies, but we don't fucking talk about them or review them you and i we make a lot of money designing games we've designed some of the most fantastic games that universal has may or may not paid for yet but mm -hmm. we design them aj hit me with a game submission yeah i got one from you this is, comes from caleb personal pan martin at asithius online okay. competitive ranked trick-or-treating Ooh, it is the it's season. Fall time, baby. Tis the season. You were just time. bragging to me about how you were eating 14 cup all, uh, pumpkin cupcakes this morning. All the food in my house is pumpkin related right now. Like we we tend to have like some desserts just chilling out on the counter every 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 so often and all of them are pumpkin themed and AJ dude I am so ready for fall weather. I'm so ready to wear a scarf. I can't wear it outside cuz it's so hot, but I'm going to wear a scarf indoors and it's going to be mm, now that Primo. hasn't stopped you before, but we don't need to go into that story. Shut up! I, I, I it was, it was a, it was a. It, people have worn t-shirts and scarves without a jacket. It's not, it's not as strange as you make it out to be. It so, was in the, it was on the eighty-five degree weather day that you were doing it. It was again. No, you are, you're playing it up for the podcast. It was like a cool fucking seventy degrees. It was total. It was fine to wear a scarf. Don't <laughs> fucking try it. Don't try and ruin my career like that. Bullshit. <laughs> okay, so you and I are tr are ranking. We're this is a game. Is this like a, a trick or treating? I want to prove yeah. to you that I'm a better better trick or treater than you. I think that mm. like you see this a lot from siblings. I know that me and my yeah. sister competed about trick or treating all the time. She always won because she was smaller than me, so she got mm. the more candy. She would get two mm. scoops, and I'd be like, damn. I only got one because I'm a big kid, and that's not very fair. I'm only one year older. 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So is this going to be one of those things where you have to scan the barcode of like every piece of candy that you get? Because every piece of candy has a barcode on it nowadays. So I'm wondering, what are you trying to win here? So is this like a Willy Wonka candy, of thing? Course. Where That's like, the only reason why yeah. you should be competing as a child. Yeah. So it's like, oh, my God. How cool would it be? So, oh, you know, it'd be so fun. You take the uh, I wonder if you could take the pot. Like, have you ever done that where it's like whoever like wins the most just gets it all? Have you ever done something like that? I've done that Not once. Not with trick-or-treating. I've never gambled it's like that. So, it's so much fun, dude. It's being like, we didn't do it with all of our candy, but we did it with like the big bars. Like, hey, whoever got the most full-size bars um, wins and gets everybody else's full-size candy. And it was What? Your kid, you yeah. did that with yeah, your siblings? Yeah, dude. It was fucking awesome. I never won. <laughs> <laughs> you seemed really excited for somebody that had well, never won. It's, you, you get, it, it's, it's fun because like there's the... You, you get excited about the prospect of getting like, because I lived in a house of 10 kids. So imagine every kid gets at least one full-size candy bar. You're still going to get ten, nine, uh, if you win, nine full-size candy bars, AJ. That's like going to set me up for like a week. Like actually Halloween candy, I could I, I could make hey, that Hey, Blake, last is there a month. direct line from your candy bar gambling and losing as a child to why whenever you and I sit down at a craps table, we both leave with no money? <laughs> are you saying i have an addictive personality aj <laughs> i'm just saying that you might have a habit of are you, are you saying winning. i got started young a little bit <laughs> a little young for you um you know no i like to think that that's what stemmed my uh you know all or nothing attitude towards things oh, being like hey, okay. you know what if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it right or i'm not gonna do it at all <laughs> So, okay. Was so there one I'm of your siblings that did win every single time? Or did yeah, your my, siblings my, kind of mix it up? Yeah, my older brother, because he's a cheating asshole. I don't want to go into it. I'm very hurt by it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, That's that is a good investment opportunity for him, huh? He just goes out and buys three candy bars. Boom. <laughs> and he fucking wins. <laughs> No, it, 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 it like the, it, that's the thing about living in a house of like we're like two. I wasn't one of like the youngest kids, but I had like I still had like two older siblings. And they, it's just that's the thing about being a middle sibling, man. You're just like you're always going to get ragged on. That's like actually, wait a second. Who's older? You or your sister? Me. You, you're older, man. She's she just has the energy of being older than God, you. God, you are not the first person <laughs> to say that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just like. <laughs> Your sister's just so mature. Okay, fuck it. Whatever. We got to talk about this video game. So, you yes, and I... it's a competitive way to rank yeah. our our things. So, we would opt in and we would say, I'm going to play oh, the candy game. And I okay. sign up for the app and I will be tracking all of my candies as I come through. Mm -hmm. And all of those are going to mm -hmm. be given candy points. Different candies mm -hmm. will, of course, have different values. Um, you know, Hershey's chocolate bars, like a full bar, that's like 20 uh -huh. points. You know what would be kind of uh, cool, popcorn actually? Balls, if you get a popcorn mm. ball, you're actually losing like eight points because those things suck <laughs> shit. What are you talking about? Popcorn balls are delicious. That's that's bullshit. Popcorn, candy corn, popcorn. you get a bunch of points for candy corn yeah, at the beginning. Cool. But then once you get like 10 candy corns, now it's starting to count against you because that's oh. the way that actual candy corn feels. Well, is you know, It's really I good want, for 10 pieces and then it sucks. I want to pitch you on something. I want to pitch you on something. So this is like a way to mix this up. So like, let's say this is an app that it's not necessarily you're on the leaderboards with everybody, but you and your group of friends can just sign in and become part of a game room on this app. And you all go out and you all go trick or treating. And at the end of the night, that game room will highlight a specific candy at random and maybe whoever. And that's like the that's the candy that's worth the most. So it is ah. like it's complete. It's completely unprecedented, and you can like. I I'm wondering if there's like some way we can just. Oh, I hit my mic. I wonder if there is some way we can do some Amateur sort of podcasting. Like Come on, Jeez, I was cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I'm wondering if there's some sort of gambling aspect to this. So like, could I wager like? At the end of the, because, you know, like one of the big things about trick-or-treating, right, is you all sit around a fire 
or sit it's around the gambling the afterwards. Room. Of course, yeah, we all you know, know like, that that's the most important thing of candy can can uh, <laughs> not candy canes, fucking trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. The different, most important thing different. about trick or treating is gambling. Which mm-hmm, is that mm-hmm. like it sounds kind of wild when I say that because I'm trying to poke fun at your wild gambling uh, chocolate bar thing. But I've heard about some families <laughs> that will do a system where like if you give all your candy to like the the candy witch, then you're given a present at like the next day. Wait, what? That's a thing? Yeah, that's a so thing, wait, apparently. Can... So wait, you're telling me we can translate our candy into loot boxes, AJ? Is that what you're fucking saying to me? I'm like, saying I can that just... is something that people have done to their children in the past, yes. That's a fucked up way of getting your kid to not... I mean, I, not is it... eat like a shit ton of candy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and protect their teeth. I mean, I guess that's a co- okay workaround, because you are giving them something for all their efforts and all their... and and. And they still got to be able to trick or treat because there's some yeah, but only a sucker would like agree to that. Like maybe, maybe I'll get something cool, but maybe I get something lame. And are you are you are you saying are you say are you saying just giving a lot of like I don't know like just some sort of currency in this in this thing for just a completely random item that is selected by somebody else? Like you're saying that's pretty stupid, AJ. That's a pretty stupid system, right? Yes. I don't, I don't see what's so funny. <laughs> All right, so um, we're gonna be making a gotcha game. Basically, it's what this is. No. Uh, you- <laughs> okay. So okay. So how are we doing this? Like, other than this being like a point tracking system that then would yeah. change the values at the very end of the night. I guess the question is like, mm. what is What's the point of it all, right? Like, what 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 does a winner get, really? I'm trying to figure out, okay, so the, here's the stages of the game. You sign up, you get in this group, and you find out who's all going to be on your group, and then you meet up with them at the end of the night. You go trick-or-treating, you get as much candy as you can, trying to get as much of a variety as you can, because you don't know which candy is going to be worth the most points in the end. Mm-hmm. So, or like the point scales are completely random. So what you do is before the points are, you know, doled out or like they, the, the points are assigned to the candies, you figure out how much you want to wager. So it's like it's like it's like wagering before you know what your next card is in 21. You're just you're just ga- you're gambling. So okay. like you and I you and I and our, all of our friends are sitting around a fire just looking at our stacks of candy being like, all right. I have. Oh, you know, it'd be really funny too. The so I candy, have eighteen Mister Goodbox. I have it. Oh my god, I have it. I fucking have it. Because here's like where the fun gambling aspect of it comes in. So you and I are sitting here, and I put in like I want to put in. I w- I wager ten uh, Tootsie Rolls or uh, ten Tootsie Rolls, five Blow Pops. The th- whatever I wager can't contribute to my point values that I could be that I would collect on. So it's like this balance of like okay. I want to win big, but whatever I put in the pot, I can't collect points from. So it's like whatever's left in your stash is where your point value is. I see. So you, you've put up those Tootsies. So if Tootsies come up as like big money, and that, I those don't get Tootsies to collect no points on them. are in your. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't get to. I don't get to collect points on them. And you can do this as much as you want. Like you can just continuously random roll, I think would be the fun the fun aspect of it so it'd be like oh man you just won the first hand so you get everything that was in the pot yeah you just won all all, you just won my 10 tootsie rolls and my five blow pops all right i want to do another round because now i have a deficit so i want this some people to end this night losing everything (laughs) okay so what you're proposing is really just what we're offering really is a tracking service so that we can help kids gamble for their gamble all their gamble for their candy we are taking your household's chocolate bar system and expanding that out to all of it all everybody yeah and that way because like dude there will be some there will be some kids who are like so hyped and like just like I so hyped to win as much candy as they can, but then they lose it all. They're just down to one fun dip package. Just like they took a little stroll to the market. It wasn't like they trick or treated at all. And what then- a valuable lesson we can <laughs> offer children. I'm gonna put a pin in this. <laughs> okay, let me give you a game. You got to make sure that this is fast, Blake, because we spent 20 minutes talking about stupid shit at the beginning of the show, so we've don't lost you worry, a lot don't of you our show time. Don't you worry, don't you, don't you worry, don't you worry. You and I, we're going to speed run this thing. This one comes to us on Twitter from Flint Weber, at Flint Weber, WWE wrestler that goes around destroying tables that have gone evil. AJ, a- 
it's it's like Jujutsu Kaisen. I know nothing about Jujutsu Kaisen, but I know there are evil spirits and like take over things, and then uh-huh. they, those things that need to be destroyed by very talented AJ. This is like, oh my god, wait a second. What if WWE people were monster hunters or ghost hunters? So it's like okay. this is this is an anime game where all of the characters are going to school to become the best WWE wrestlers, but. All of the ghosts take over physical objects like furniture or tables, let's say. So I'm trying so to. So it figure isn't out- that the wrestlers are trying to hurt each other when they blast somebody across the back with a chair that shatters. In reality, yes. they are trying to break the chair, and it is a teamwork maneuver. I've well, yelled it's to you, like Blake, sol- and I said, Blake, the- Blake, 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 tense up, and you get ready and you body check the chair <laughs> as I swing the chair at you, and then it shatters and we've killed the ghost. Good so job, it's us. Like, it's like Soul Eater in the shittiest way possible, where one it's of us all- is the Team attacks to destroy property. <laughs> yeah. yes. yes. No, this yes. rules. You are so constantly is- destroying ghosts that are inhabiting inanimate objects, but because there are two of you and you're constantly pretending to be fighting and mm-hmm. doing a show, you are able to destroy the ghosts without the oh. public ever knowing. Oh, so that's the whole that point you, of it. It isn't like that these two ghostbusters walked in oh. and started destroying the poor, like destroying all of the. Um, Sorry, it isn't that like a group of ghost hunters came in and started finding a bunch of ghosts in the middle of the China dish factory. It was that Uh uh like two wrestlers got in there and started fighting each other so bad and so hard that everything got broken. Luckily, of course, everybody in this world has professional wrestler insurance. Mm -hmm. So there's (laughs) no no loss. So are you you trying to figure – is this – so is this just like I'm trying to figure out the gameplay here? Because like in a WWE game, it's you and like a, a computer fighting, or you and your buddy fighting. So what is the gameplay here? Is it like a sort of showmanship simulator sort of thing where it's like yeah, I, you have to go ahead? It, it is a showmanship simulator. I think that there, mm-hmm. as you you and a player load into the game, and there's all sorts of mm-hmm. moves that you can do, like grabs and tosses and throws on your opponent. Mm-hmm. The goal is, of course, like you are given an objective or maybe there's a health bar of like the ghost that's around. And mm-hmm. by doing your attacks, you're able to toss and push and attack your enemy and throw them into items that the ghost would jump into. But oh. there's a second gauge. And this gauge mm-hmm. is, of course, like the suspicion gauge or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like a, a suspicion versus showmanship gauge. And you need to mm-hmm. make sure that that gauge does not falter. The way that you make that ga- oh. make sure that that gauge does not falter is by attacking your opponent. Now, Mm -hmm. you and I, if we are playing this game, we each have health bars. So Uh we need to make sure that we are attacking each other to keep keep the suspicion gauge full while also making sure that we are tossing each other into the items that would damage the ghost. That's so cool. So it's like you – that's a fighting game where you guys are fake fighting to conceal a different enemy. I've never seen something like that before. That's cool as fuck. You know how it should end though? Because I think it would be really, really fun. Is the idea of like holding or trying to conceal this ghost thing is super fun for like the first stage of the fight. So I want to break this up into two stages. So the first thing is like the concealment while fake fighting each other. But after you destroy all of the furniture, that's how the real spirit comes out. And then it becomes this tag team thing where you have to fight this spirit that has unique abilities, unique like... um like wrestling bullshit and designs and but you're still only able to attack by tossing each other at it because that's the only form of combat you've ever yes you yes you as a player (laughs) don't know how to do it (laughs) you you as a wrestler don't know how to hurt somebody by doing a flying double kick what you do Uh know how to do is how to hurt somebody by tumbling back after being hit by a double kick you know what i mean (laughs) like like i i can't I can't hurt the ghost by th- by attacking it. I have to launch your body at it to damage mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my god! Okay, this is super fucking cool because like there has to be some sort of situation where you also have like your dur- durability thing. Like, because I'm imagining yeah, during we, we like we can't a- just keep on tossing one of us into the thing because like yeah, if I need a breather, if you know? I do a full suplex, like full like tower up feet feet on opposite end feet collarbone to collarbone suplex to do a big swing and attack something <laughs> that does so much damage to the ghost. It also does mm-hmm. so much damage to you. So I can't mm-hmm. hit, I can't use that move three times to attack something because you'll fucking die. I'll kill you, know, you with be, that suplex. You'll know, be so fucking cool too is there also has to be like i would love um some of my i can't name a fucking fighting game that does this but i'm sure there is one 
and I'm sure I've seen it. Maybe like Guilty Gear, where like in the middle of the fight, it'll just like quick quick zoom. Actually, they do this in Dragon Ball Z Fighters, I'm pretty sure, where they quick zoom on somebody and give them a close-up, and they just say something, like a remark, in the middle of the fight, and then it zooms back out so you guys can continue fighting. Yes, I wonder Grand, if you can do Grand Blue does this. I think that Tales of Arise actually just added this feature in it as a third-person action game. Like, the camera will mm-hmm. swing around the character when they do specials. So what if that was a, a mini game in itself in this? So it's like you and I it's are fighting. It's the Naruto but- quick time event from the old Naruto games where like when you did a special in like the old Naruto fighting games, in order to mm-hmm. make sure that you did good damage, like a bunch of little like quick time events would come on the bottom left of the screen. So yeah. you had to do like X, Y, square, circle. And yes, I and would deal more damage if I did that combo. No, no, and no, the- no. It's about it's about maintaining crowd presence. It's not about damage because it's about you're trying to being a WWE wrestler is also about entertaining the crowd, saying things in the mic that get people fucking hyped or frightened or whatever. So like in the middle of the fight, after you like do some like say you just knocked me out for a little bit and you turn to the crowd, it turns into a really quick, quick time event where you have to nail it or you fucking get egg on your okay. face when addressing Here, the crowd and okay, that destroys everybody's immersion you know what i mean i think that what we can do here is when you grapple each other you're we mm-hmm. will do that little quick time thing uh, i'm using mm-hmm. the naruto move games as an example because in naruto games uh it was the i want to say it was the old side scroller fighting ones i can't tell you which the name was of it like ninja it was. storm or it was it was one of the early ninja storms when you went in for uh-huh. a special you were given a little thing on the bottom left where you had to mash the buttons if you did mm-hmm. it correctly you got to deal more damage to your opponent but your opponent would also have the little things come up and if they did it correctly they would t- take less damage from it god that's so cool And so what happens is anytime somebody uses a special, it turns into a moment where each of the players are trying to do everything they can by mashing the correct buttons to Mm. maximize or minimize as much damage as possible. So Mm. in this game, when we go for a big special move, one player, the character that is the oppressor in this move, will get a bunch of buttons that they have to press so that they do good crowd work. The Mm -hmm. person that is having the move done to them has to press a bunch of those buttons so that they minimize the amount of damage that they receive after this hit. Oh, okay. So one is doing the special basically while the other is doing. Okay, I love that. Doing the all fall your... correctly. Yeah, all yeah. of your, all of your specials are powered by by crowd hype, and that's fucking awesome. Okay, so then that's our first phase. So you like you go, you have to maintain crowd presence for X amount of time while also not making sure none of you actually die. So, but it's that delicate balance of like I want to kick your butt but i don't want to kick your butt to where you are completely useless during the final boss fight of, yeah and, of we'll, the and we'll be able to we'll be able to help create pacing in the game by like there will be a, a lockup thing so like in professional mm. wrestling when you see the like the professional wrestlers lock up and like one of them has like the back of the other one's head and they come in like they're hugging what they're usually mm. doing there is talking about what they're going to be doing next you can usually see their lips moving and this oh. is so that they know, one, it oh. builds intensity in the fight, but two, it makes sure that everybody understands what they're going to be doing next, and it allows the performers to communicate to each other. Whoa, I never knew that. That's cool as hell. So, so are you saying- what, is that, that is how we as the players will be able to like kind of control it, and like when you and I do a bunch of moves, and then you and I have to sit down and say, okay, we need to think about what we're going to do next, we'll mm. go ahead and do the lockup, and then we mm. can say, okay- we have like 30 seconds here or 10 seconds here. Blake, I know that my health is really low. We need to start doing some moves and using you as a weapon instead of oh me. Oh my God. So AJ, wait, I have I have something for you. So what if this game can't be played couch co-op style? It can only be played remotely and your, your and I's chat is only activated when we are in that lock mode. But whenever you're in yes. the lock mode, audience intensity goes down. Yeah. So it's like, or audience immersion, because it's like, oh, there's a little break in the fight right now, and it'll just be represented by like a bar that's slowly going down. So the longer yeah, you stay you in that up, thing, yeah, you lock up. The players are able to talk to each other, but the crowd yes. gauge starts immediately going down. And if the crowd hype, yes. if the crowd's hype meter goes down, then that means they're more likely to notice the ghost. So you can't yes. let that ghost that gauge fall all the way down. Uh, this is of mm-hmm. course because we're street performers and we're fighting in the middle of the streets to. Just 
strike us, obviously. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, my God. You just show up at random locations that have... I was thinking of this whole thing in a ring, but the idea of, like, two people fighting in a public space is We're, fucking hilarious this, to me. <laughs> this McDonald's is haunted. We will wrestle and destroy everything that this ghost could be in here. Oh, my God. I, I, is there, like, an investigative thing? Do, you, like, they know... Like, do they we, know we what is haunted? Know. We've been we've give, been given the mission statement. We've given a dossier. Yeah, we're given a dossier. We know that the haunted. haunted. We've shown up with our cool luchador masks, <laughs> and we're ready to really throw down and rip this place a new one. So okay, so then you do the performance thing. Okay, I think we have our first phase figured out. Yeah. So what then, is the second phase? So the second phase, the first thing that happens is, is you can now talk to each other whenever you want. Like, let's say. The ghost a, a evaporates out of the physical object that it's in, and now it's like you can see its actual form. Then maybe the crowd disappears, and you're just sent to the shadow realm with this ghost or whatever. And that's how we kind of give the excuse that people don't see this ghost, is that you kind of get teleported. It's like a, it like time freezes or something like that. Okay, and you yeah. need to... So now you and this other wrestler can use your can talk when uh, fully and hear each other. And now it's about just kicking this thing's ass. So like, all right, hey AJ, I'm gonna just I um I'm gonna lean down, jump off my back, and jump and and ram into this thing or whatever. And then that's and then every no, goes there's still no there's still no combo moves like that. We as pro, we as combat fighters have never learned uh-huh. how to do direct damage to something else. We only know oh, how okay, to cool. toss each other into doing it hurts. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fireman carry you, um, and then and then throw you. I I know nothing about wrestling moves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna trip I'm gonna the gonna ghost, the... and then I'm gonna grab hold of you and do a tombstone and drop your head onto the ghost's ghost, and that will hurt the ghost's foot. The fuck is a tombstone? It's when you also, pick uh, the tombstone is when you pick somebody up and their head is like towards the floor and they're like they're like oh, their God, legs I've are wrapped around your leg and then when oh. the, the 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 attacker will drop down and they'll drop onto their knees and the goal is that their knees will be just a little bit below the uh, tombstone's head that way it looks <laughs> like it looks like somebody's been dropped onto their noggin but they've really just been dropped onto the onto the knees of the tombstoner. Oh my god, that sounds like so dangerous and like Yeah, dude. Crazy. Hey, professional Fucking wrestling is crazy. difficult and there's a reason why a lot of professional wrestlers bodies are really torn up by the time that they are Ooh. old. Ooh. Okay, so um I'm trying to figure out like do these ghosts have different abilities then? So it's like are there ghosts that are immune to throws? Are there ghosts that need to be like attacked at the same time to take any sort of damage whatsoever? There like, will so be all not... sorts of bosses with all sorts of like mm-hmm. com- commands. I'm imagining this a little bit something like Fury, where like it'll just be boss rushes, and it'll be like a uh... bunch of different bosses and a bunch of different fights. There will be yes. one bo- yes. one ghost that like the whole gimmick is that the ghost will do the- these big sweeping attacks, and so the only way to like not get killed by this sweeping attack is if you like do a perfectly timed suplex on each other. That way you uh... arc perfectly over the laser. Oh, or you both um, punch each other at the same time and knock back from the force hitting Ex- the ghosts that are yeah. behind you. So uh, like, maybe, oh, maybe there's a ghost that's always behind you. Yeah, one ghost that's always behind you. Yeah, one ghost that's always behind you. Maybe there's one ghost that will burst out into a bunch of little ghosts, and so you and your opponent have to do lariats at each other where you just run at each other with your arm outside, and you have to squish the ghosts. You have to make sure that your aiming is perfect when you collide. That way you pop the ghost like a zit. <laughs> okay, that's I want to put a pin in this game. You want to give me another game because I want to start I want to start speeding through some because we 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 did we did took a took a little bit of time talking about the Mario game and I want or Mario movie and I want to I want to give people what they what they came for, their money, you know. Yeah, this comes from Reddit user Squidpope, an indie horror game which uses your contact list to cold call your friends and leave them terrifying <laughs> messages, sell them things. So, okay, so, wait, to sell them things? Yeah, they could sell them things. Okay, um, like selling okay. them the ability to not be called ever again by this number. Mm, but, okay. but also, I love this idea that like this game will call people and leave them hints for you to complete the game. This is what I want to do, Blake, is I want to gamify a real world frustration that you and I have consistently. And that uh-huh. is that like we have two-step authentication on our security devices and on our accounts. But what this yeah. means is that sometimes when I get a new device, I need to log into an account. And yeah. I have to bother you about it, or you have to bother me about it, and we say, yeah. hey, I really want to take care of this thing, but until our schedules line up and you can give me the ability to get the information that I need, I can't log into our YouTube account to upload this video. 
So I want to gamify saying... that. I want to create a okay. horror game where, like, I'm trying to get some information from a ghost. I'm trying. I'm trying to get out of Jigsaw's trap, and then Jigsaw mm-hmm. calls you, Blake Raya, and says. The code is sixty nine four twenty. Blaze it, idiot! And then and then Jigsaw hangs up. And then I have to figure out who Jigsaw called on my phone. And then I have to call oh. you and I have to be like, Blake, I don't know the password. I need you to tell it to me. But I oh think that like God. the cold call that you receive isn't something as clearly as like the password is sixty nine sixty nine four twenty. Idiot! It's like, oh, hello, man. I have abducted your friend AJ Hart, and I am re- <laughs> demanding that you give me this information, dude. If if and I got I will call of, like you. somebody saying they they kidnapped you, my best friend. I would immediately freak the fuck out and call the police. Yeah, like I'm and then not, I no, have no, to picture, call picture you and be like, know- okay, hey, I know that you called the police, but I I just need to know what Jigsaw was asking you. Well, like, what did he ask you? Was he asking like the was he asking for like the local like what was the primary state of America or like what AJ, what's this what's AJ, it the called when it's the major city? What's the, the major way- city of X Y Z? AJ, the police are already on their way to your house. What the fuck? D- you're telling me nobody stole you? No, oh, nobody man. stole then- me. I'm just doing a super cool spooky game, and I need I need to know what Jigsaw asked of you I, so I, that I, I can I unlock love- the next password. I would love to see what a police station looks like about like 30 days after a game like this came out where they get a call and they have no idea if it's like a legitimate call or it's like the, tel- the operator's going to be like, Jigsaw again? They're like, Jigsaw? Jigsaw? Yeah, Jigsaw called me. All right, um, sir, don't call here again. <laughs> please, please don't. Your friend is an idiot that bought a f- stupid game. <laughs> See, I love that like because it, it's legitimately it is just calling your yeah. It is calling your beloved ones and leaving oh scary voicemails. So you can't advance the game until you get like it's like an escape room game basically yeah it's but an it's escape room game based. and I won't be able to pr- continue the game until I find out what horrible threat it gave a loved one <laughs> until oh I know how God. this thing terrorized my mom <laughs> I won't be able to continue this game until I call my mom and explain like no I haven't been abducted I'm mm-hmm. safe nobody's mm-hmm. nobody has ripped my fingernails off we're good I just need to know what animal he talked about. Please. I can also picture like some of these calls are going to be really abstract too, where they don't even mention what they're about. It'll be just like, you'll just get a call. You'll hear like three breaths and then to be like, um, or like three clicks or something like that. And then they hang up. And then the clue isn't that it was a click. It was the amount of clicks. So it gets like really gets really like how many clicks were on the phone. Mom, tell me. It's like, I don't know. They just make clicks. Like, I don't know how many fucking click. I wasn't keeping track of it. Like, that's how I a phone call with my like mom would go. the crazy detectives from or not the crazy detectives. I want to say I want to feel you like the look detectives. like Charlie Day. From I want to look like Charlie Day from the Sunny and Philly thing. I want to be playing this game. And I have a whole chalkboard and like a list of friends that I've called, a list of people that I used to talk to that I still need to get in contact to because I have reason to believe that the game's fictional murderer reached out to them. Full blown. See, this is a game I can actually picture being made because there are those people that buy loot boxes. I think they're just called Solve a Murder. I think it's very on the nose, but it's like it's a loot box where everything inside it is pieces to a murder. And you can, like, look at it and, like, start drawing your own notes and be your own detective, and then you get to solve the first part of the murder. And if you submit the right answer, I guess they'll send you the next part of the box, and you get to continue this investigation. It's pretty cool. It's it's that, but it bothers your friends. (laughs) And 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 it always calls your boss? It always always costs whoever they're calling. So that's how we make money off of this thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh yeah it does collect calls like people have to accept and like like be fined for the calls and that's how we make some money or like people can pay to buy out like like the guy will like be like i have abducted your friend but if you give me 22 dollars, i will let him go uh, will you accept the fees for this call <laughs> <laughs> do you accept the fees for this call okay that's a game you want uh who actually who gave that one you or me me i gave that one you hit me with one more and then it'll be a lightning round and then we need to pick a nug lightning round you got it 
This one comes to us on Twitter from I am not witty enough for a funny name at ARP1033 Himbo Royale, a multiplayer game where you compete to be the biggest himbo by doing various tasks. But remember, sabotaging the other players, not a very himbo thing to do. AJ, I want to do a party game where you have to do activities in the most himbo way possible, but you can't be too good at doing the activity or people are going to think you are competent. And that's the thing about himbos. They are goofballs and not competent. So what are some himbo things to do? I think mowing a lawn, but not knowing how to mow a lawn, but like you look sexy doing it. I think that's very himbo-y. That's just mowing the lawn. It's just mowing like, how do you, the, what, are you, how do you saying play mowing a game the lawn where you pretend himbo? you don't know how to mow the lawn, dog? Here's my concern with this. You mow it what wrong. This does, like, uh-huh, what this uh-huh. does is it creates the, in a world where people are, like, fabricating the idea of just being a stupid man. <laughs> and that's I mean, a kind that, of upsetting isn't thing. Isn't that, like, all of video games, though? You're, like, you're doing something you're not like how is that any different well okay, i don't play like, look, i don't play super some... mario galaxy and think i'm an astronaut in real life yeah I'm just i don't want people dude. to pretend to be stupid because then i'm like <laughs> well hold on wait like have you ever been in a room with somebody and you can tell they're trying to be stupid no i mean could you I, imagine I, what trying that to would be feel like i mean it'd probably feel a little bit weird it feel and like that's what we're feel, creating in yeah. this game Mm-hmm. I mean, don't want. Why don't we lean into that? Isn't that the whole point of it? Is like you're trying to be the most most authentic himbo. That's the whole point of like you come off. Con- that's th- I think that's translated by the game mechanic of if you do it too competently, you're going to come off as somebody trying to be a himbo, but they actually are quite competent. The whole point of this game is to do it as worse than anybody else, and that's a that we would have to figure out mini games that would be con- you know that would work within that, and how are those things are judged. But, you know, I think that I think that idea is there because the whole point of it is you can't fake being a himbo. You just got to have it in you, baby. It's a you just got to be stupid and handsome. You just, you just got to be stupid and handsome. <laughs> but what if there are but what if there are handsome people that pretend to be stupid for the clout? I mean, they're, they're encroaching on your and I's territory, bro. You and me, <laughs> you and me, stupid, but hot. Like, I'll, I'll go out and say it. Um, <laughs> and then you feels and I weird. Gotta play. I don't know. Hmm. You don't like being called hot? I don't know if I'm into I this game. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were talking about if you didn't know if you were into being called stupid or not. <laughs> okay. Either way. Hey, that was a fun game. Let's let's talk about our nug. What do you think? Let's talk about our nug. I think it is either the game that holds your friends at ransom uh, because you're doing stupid things with your Steam account, or mm-hmm. The incredibly cool wrestling game where we, we I, fight ghosts by using our bodies, our friends' I wanna, bodies. I want to fight ghosts by using our bodies because I have a really, really good modifier for this one. Okay. Why don't you hit yes. me with some modifiers? For those of you that are new and joining us, we have a Patreon Discord. And if you are part of that Patreon Discord, we have modifiers that we use every week for our games. This week's modifier is, of course, Blake, hit me with it because I don't have Discord open. <laughs> right now our current modifiers are shopkeepers and this one comes to us from gazer a shop that is also a giant weapon the owner of the shop is a talking sword aj one thing you and i didn't talk about in wwe is there are certain weapons that are used in extreme cases in wwe chains crowsbars, chairs this is a thing where maybe th- certain bosses are weak to certain weapons so you need to load up your weapons prior to loading into a match. So it'd be like, hey, you guys nailed down the first phase of the fight. Awesome. You got into the boss fight. Guess what? You, it only can be hurt by throwable weapons. Like, and okay, that means- so during the actual second phase, that is when the wrestlers mm-hmm. are able to grab items. Yeah, maybe that, or it's like, it's just, I'm trying to figure out, maybe that's something they can use over the course of the fight. Oh, but things have durability. So it'll be like, hey, we need to make sure that we use the weapon so it's on the stage whenever we are, you know, so it's the, it, it's in the fight's canon for the fi- for when we get to the boss fight, but we can't use it too much or it'll break before the boss fight. And then, like, let's go back to that idea of, like, this this ghost is only 
can only be exercised by throwable weapons, then it becomes this fun mini game where it's like you have to bounce the crowbar off of me to where it bounces into the ghost. So it becomes this like trajectory mini game, basically. So like yeah. you, I have to, I have to turn my body at a ninety degree angle that faces the ghost. So when you throw it and it hit bounces off my fucking chest, it goes into the ghosts and damages it. So and I'm figuring this is like between matches, you're in the locker room where there's like just this giant it's like or it's like the merch counter or something at this at this WWE thing and it looks like just a giant weapon and then you walk in and there's like cuz this is a world where kind of weird things exist right um so i'm wondering if like this and you can buy weapons like between matches so like and that implies that you make money through as you I grow guess, through the ranks i guess you where know? i'm a little bit concerned is the way that the weapon works in the in this game is we we've created a world where like ghosts inhabit mundane items and those mundane items are what we use against each other to break and keep the, because the first phase is just to do as much property damage as possible while keeping the hype up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when we buy a weapon, say we bought, say we bought a crowbar, when would this crowbar come into effect? If it's only coming into effect Mm -hmm. during the second phase, no, 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 no. It You have to use it during the first phase because let's say attacks done with weapons get super hyped. Because I'll be honest with you, I get way more hyped when a dude gets hit with a chair than they do with a fist. It's okay. just always co- it's just always cooler, right? Because it looks yeah, more it looks damaging. Cool. Oh, but yeah. you know that the item that you've brought in, if you've purchased it, it won't be possessed. That is an item that we can use at yes. our discretion. It's yes. A spe- yes. Oh, this this is a special ladder that will help yeah. us for later. It's 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 like uh, in uh, Blue Exorcist, like they all have specialized exercising weapons. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm into it now. Yes, these are special so, items that a ghost cannot inhabit, and as such are not things that we need to destroy. We can bring well, these along know, with us into the second stage. You know, fuck it. What? No, it, maybe we don't even make that rule. Like, maybe during the second phase, like, if you drop that weapon for too long, a ghost can go over and possess it. And then you need to, like, do... You would need to throw me into that weapon to knock the ghost out of it, and then I can pick up the weapon again. Fuck it. Maybe okay. that's how some ghosts operate. Like, so you can... I'm just trying to think of, like... There, this is an evolution you can have over the course of the game. And I think we should get more creative with, like, the weapons. Because it's like, okay, you start off with, like, very mundane shit, like crowbars and um, Well, let's think about some wrestling weapons, of course. We have yeah. suitcases filled with money, ladders, yeah, we have, we chairs, have barbed wire. bags of chains, a rattlesnake mm-hmm. in a bag. Wait, a rattlesnake in a bag? Was that yeah, actually Jake a the, fucking... Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, he had a big rattlesnake that he would keep in a bag. Fucking what a... What a goofball. Love yeah, it. Yeah, wrestling was wild. It wasn't like a cool thing. Those snakes were usually pretty <laughs> unhappy about it. Oh, poor, poor snakey snakes. <laughs> uh, one one time a snake bit Hulk Hogan, but it wasn't poisonous, so it's fine. But it was a poisonous animal. It just had been de-poisoned. What the fuck? Yeah, hey, Hulk Hogan was kind of fucked up, man. That's yeah, not cool. Yeah, it was really crazy back in the day. Anyway, we will have, of course, a rattlesnake in a bag that you can use. <laughs> Rattlesnake in a bag. Okay, so okay, so those are some of the things that you can buy, and I'm wondering if you can. Is this a thing where you can pick your loadout, or it's like these are things that are found around the ring, in between every like these are things thing- that you will be able to bring with you. And I think that if we lean okay. into the idea of like these are our ghost hunting items, these are the things that uh-huh. when we activate phase two, these are the tools that we have to make sure that we are dodging properly, that we are like trying to spook the ghost. Maybe maybe. Mm-hmm. If we have the rattlesnake in a bag, we can use that to <laughs> maybe we can use that to spook the ghost, or mm-hmm. or what it'll do is like we've now if we use the ladder, then we are always able to have an item that we can climb up on for low sweeping ghost attacks. Mm-hmm. This would be I think this would be the progression system through the game and how we unlock new abilities. Mm-hmm. And that because I'm trying to think of like okay, there has to be some sort of passive thing that you can do, and that would be a fun way to just you have things that you're investing in outside of the matches and you're just getting better and better ghost hunters. What, what, what's our end game before we go to like, before we call this game complete, what's, what is this building to like in ghostbusters? It was the biggest ghost ever is invading, um, our, their dimension. Mm -hmm. And what is this thing here? It's like, is, did we find out maybe some, Maybe an old ghost hunter's back, and they're trying to collect as many ghosts as they can in furniture. 
And so that way the end of this game is you fight. I mean, maybe that's actually all the ghosts that you're fighting are just ex-wrestlers. Like, and that's why you guys now are going. Now we're talking. That is yeah. some flavor. Now you can have yeah. all sorts of cool ghosts. We can have a ghost undertaker that like continues to like <laughs> walk out of out of the crowd. And so he's like, it's mm-hmm. me. I'm the ghost now. And then we have to fight that guy and we beat him up. And then a new guy comes out of the crowd and he's like, it's me. I'm oh, the ghost now. Oh, okay. So like he possesses ra- people to come onto the stage. Yeah. Oh, that's we'll have, interesting. We, we can that's have cool one. Fuck. We can have one ghost that like is like a cool like W. WWE like real superstar type ghost and so when uh-huh, he comes uh-huh. in he's got all sorts of fireworks that will go off and so like when we do <sighs> that cool. boss Particles. that's the boss we're like pos- positioning and it becomes a little bit of a bullet hell thing is we have to like oh dodge like, rolling di- yeah different balls will come out and if like balls of a red color hit you then you'll be damaged and if balls of a blue color hit me I'll be damaged so we're constantly throwing each other to where they would the other one would be safe mm-hmm or we're so using we can... the uh, no, we're using each other as shields. So it's like oh, I, that's I, way cooler. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like I have, I fucking, I have you on my back or whatever, and I have to turn my back to where our timing like, has to be yeah. right with our moves yes. so that we can yes. continue to block. Yes, that. Yes, rips. yes, yes. So it'll be that kind of dance of um, using each other's body as weapon and shield, which is like fucking the broiest thing ever. And I would just get so hyped playing this game with you. Yes, <laughs> it'll be, be like, like AJ, become my shield now, and you just, I just, you just jump onto me, and I just fucking wield you like a shield. That'd be so. There'll cool. be one that like kind of <laughs> takes that whole like staying. Like I was thinking, like maybe maybe Undertaker's a bad example for somebody that keeps coming out of the crowd. Maybe we could lean into like some security manager type beat, like uh, oh. how Dwayne the Rock Johnson used to be, or. Uh, there's a wrestler no, no, nowadays no, 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 that like no. his a, whole gimmick old... is that he's like a bodyguard. No, it's a governor because he's summoning people to fight for him. Yeah. So he's like, we'll so it's like a, a ghosty governor. Because there's governor. There are there are WWE wrestlers who went on to become governors. Guess there what? Are also After WWE they died, wrestlers that are positions of power. You know, Vince McMahon was a whole character that was just like, how's it going? I own this place. Uh, and there was also. <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> there was also Kurt Angle who worked in like as a businessman for Angle. a long time. He was an Business Olympic wrestler. Man. That was his gimmick. <laughs> so and then they summon. They like position people to fight for them so you need to like knock the ghost out of the people um but without like maybe damaging them too much or or something and there will um, be one re- one ghost that like p- takes that position of like the boogeyman or the sting or the undertaker where like the wrestler's gimmick is that he's supernatural and so in mm-hmm. this one this would maybe be that final fight you were talking about like it's a wrestler that like it isn't a ghost wrestler it's a wrestler that is a ghost like he always has been a ghost we just find mm-hmm. out this mm-hmm. through the game oh. and his gimmick is that he brings us back and forth between like it isn't just like two phases with him. We fight him. Uh-huh, we destroy uh-huh. all the property. We come back. We do the one v one against him. He says, "Ha ha ha! We'll go again." And then we transport to a new location with new uh, things that we have to break. Oh, that's cool as fuck. So it's like every phase you end up in a different area. So like maybe the first phase is like our dimension or our realm of like. Uh, it, the the reality, and then the second phase is you go to like the upside down version of it. You go to yeah, the fa- the ghost. You go to the ghost zone. Basically, you go to the ghost zone, and then you go to the yeah. stadium where then you're fu- yeah. breaking things all through stadium tools. Oh, that's cool as fuck. And then you basically <laughs> is I, you know what'd be so funny is so this is like a Ghostbusters thing. They have that little machine that collects the ghosts or that they suck them up in, and Danny Phantom, it's the thermos. Ours it just should just, just be like a, a world champion belt that they get sucked into Ooh. at the end of it. I was, thinking, I was thinking that it was a briefcase full of contracts. Oh, there you go. You suck them into the briefcase. Yeah, that's a fun one. Dude, fuck yeah. <laughs> Is yes. this, actually, you know, you know I, have, I actually have a really good story idea for this. So I don't know if you've played Cuphead, but the idea is um, you two, after in, uh, div- after getting a huge gambling debt, are contracted by the devil to collect the souls of a bunch of strong-ass enemies around the world because uh-huh. he wants their souls back. What if at the beginning of this game you are contra- contracted by WWE head himself to collect a bunch of go- uh, old wrestling souls because he wants to start a new circuit? It, so it, like it, you, you are the it, because it is spectral. It is wrestling. Vince McDamned. 
Vince McDamned, holy shit. <laughs> so he so wants Vince new wrestlers McDamned for his... has contracted yeah. you to hunt down the spirits of incredibly powerful and incredibly good wrestlers. The two yes. of you must now yes. go in and hunt down these wrestling spirits, take them back to Vince McDamned so that he can uh-huh. create the ghost wrestling ring. The ghost yes. wrestling Yes, and then at the end of it, Vince, Mc- Vince McDamned's like, well, guess what? I need two more ghosts, and I see two living wrestlers yeah. now. He, sa- he says, and he's I gonna don't have a tag team champion you. set up. Uh huh. Yet, and then he's fucking. Then that's the boss fight. Like he's gonna kill you to make take your souls for his league. How fucking cool would that be? That's so dumb and extra. That's so dumb and extra and awesome. All right, what are we calling this? Because like the first, the first thing that um comes to me is worldwide exorcism or world wrestling exorcism. WWE WWE world wrestling exorcism. (laughs) World wrestling exorcism. (laughs) Um, That's not. (laughs) <laughs> I mentioned that there was a wrestling move called Tombstone. Is that something that we Ooh, could lean into? Tombstone is good. Okay, Tombstone. I'm digging on it. It's, maybe, but it, maybe it's like the number two because it's a co-op game. So it's Tombstoned. Tombstone. T, the number two. T-Omstone. <laughs> yes. That's so no, that's so dumb. That's so good. I love that. Two dash <laughs> M-Stone. That's it. <laughs> Tombstone. Such a dumb name. <laughs> people, I can picture uploading that. People are going to be like, two Omstone? Like, they're not going to know no, it's they'll, Tombstone. They'll spell it out. There's no way that you'll look at Tombstone and not be able to know. <laughs> All right, that's Tombstone. That's it, baby. <laughs> Tombstone, baby. You want to go to Patch Notes? Let's go to Patch Notes. Woo. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Patch Notes. Just wanted to give you a quick update. I have a completely new YouTube channel out there called Love, Death, and Dice. It is completely dedicated to tabletop RPG content that is meant to make you laugh and learn. Right now, I have two videos out, one about brainstorming adventure ideas. I talk about how you can use art books, titles, your players themselves to come up with awesome adventures that'll make you laugh and have a good time. And the other video is dedicated to miniature painting, where I paint up a Warhammer Age of Sigmar night haunt. And I am so fucking excited about how these videos turned out. And I hope you enjoy them too. We're going to have them linked below. If you love checking out this podcast and you like what I do, come check it out. I would greatly appreciate it. It's not even lip service when I say this. Like, I'm not just trying to fluff my boy here. Like, his <laughs> mi- the miniature video is so charming. Uh, I love seeing Aww. what he does with those little Aww. miniatures. There's an interesting arc that goes through it. So it's not just like watching him create something. Um, he actually experiences a little bit of a problem, and watching him fix that in the video is really, really cool. So I do recommend <laughs> checking out this channel. It's very cool. With that... <laughs> I think we're good to close out this show this week. As always, our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.